Good morning, everyone. Uh, you know, we've just come through Oops. our nine o'clock service and it was so beautiful. God was here. And so we get to do this again. And this is actually our actual final service. And we want to welcome everybody that's joined in with us. And as Jason said, you know, it was going to be another kind of celebration. We were going to have baptisms and baby dedications and kind of a little retirement party. But you know what? Our, our world changes quick. And uh, we have to be prepared for that. And as Bone Hampton said, it is what it is. So I'd like to thank everybody for joining in. Uh, my niece Jackie from South Carolina said she'd be with us and our neighbors and uh, different people and all of you, you're such a blessing. So um, here's the thing, Buddy and I from the very beginning, we love to have fun. It's kind of how we got together in the first place. And so when we got into church, we thought, you know what, we don't, we think church should be fun too. Yeah. So uh, we made it fun. We thought laughter and humor should be part of a worship experience. And so our grandson challenged us to the hot sauce yeah, challenge. I don't know if you've seen that, but here we go. Uh, welcome everyone to um, the Salem Fields uh, Hot Ones. Um, and we thank our, uh, our help from Wingstop uh, this week to help us put together our wings and a couple sauces for us. Um, today I got a couple guests with us, and so uh, you may know them, you may not, but we're going to go ahead and ask for some introductions. If, uh, go ahead and if you could just tell us your name, date of birth, um, okay. and, and, uh, and where you were born and, and what, you, what you've done for the past 25 years. Well, my name is Gay Marston. I am 67 and should not be doing this. And uh, I was born in Greenwood, Delaware, and... Uh, Past 25 years, I've been leading Salem Fields Community Church. I thank you. Welcome, Gay. Thank you. All right, I'm Buddy Marston. I was born in 19 April 20, 1937, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I have uh, one child, three grandchildren, and I uh, was born in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Lived in Kieseltown most of my life. What, what we're going to do today is um, we're going to going to ask you a question, and then. Um, before you answer that question, we're going to sample one of our wings and eat it and uh, kind of go through this uh, together. So that way you kind of have that pressure of the heat to answer the question. Um, so today um, we're going to start off with our first uh, hot sauce is um, pick a pepper. Pick a pepper hot sauce and it's a little Jamaican flair. Um, so this is just our level one sauce today and uh, that. But so this first question um, is uh, for you, uh, Gay. Um, buddy not knowing the concept of a celebrity crush. Um, once said his crush was Rod Stewart. Um, <laughs> and that's so, so, um, so who's your celebrity crush? Oh. Mm -hmm. well, we, we take kind, a bite first? Yeah, we go ahead and eat our wing while we're, while we're going through this. I mean, well, I get, I, yeah. I've heard rumors of you having a little crush on um, Bruno Mars. Oh, I do like his music. Um, you got to eat the wing all the way. But... If we're talking music, it'd have to be Elton. Ever okay. It'd have to be Elton John. Now, I know he wouldn't have a crush on me, but I do. Barbara Bush would be mine. <laughs> Barbara. The youngest one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the youngest or the older? <laughs> uh, of, of all the places you've been internationally and, and domestically, um, which are your favorites um, from both? Mm. And uh, before we go, we're going. We're just going to Frank's Red Hot. Uh, is our next one. Um, 
See, they're pretty mild. They're not, they're not yeah, that wasn't bad at all. We can do this, bud. Hard to do that because everything has its own kind of personality. I think Iceland, Iceland internationally, and... Um, mm. They're a little stained. Of course, dude. I love Canada. But I'm thinking domestically. Did you ask domestically? Mm -hmm. um, probably out west, Montana. Okay. Well, a little weird for me, but India. India? Yeah, that was my favorite domestic oh. or international trip. Um, and my best, my most like in domestic is Pebble Beach mm. in California. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to our, our international side of the field now. We're going to go to a little Goya uh, hot, hot sauce, a um, little Conte. Oh, there's and a so, lot on there. Yeah, so we'll just put a little drop each on each one of us. You already did. Uh, Look, no, no, no. We gotta spice it up. Oh, just a dip. Cause I look at all that on there, man. It looks like somebody oh, there you go. on that thing. All right. I was provided a picture before today, oh, no. and um, and we we kind of need a little explanation, gay, okay, on this picture. Oh no. Um, but if you can, and, and um, our viewing audience will be able to see it uh, too. But can Ooh. you explain this picture here? Ooh. Oh. You can see it's on our screens too. Oh, okay. There, so oh man, that say? stuff right there is gross. Oh, I'm supposed to take a bite. Mm. Oh yeah, what's it? Oh. Read that to me. So uh, the, it says, "Now serving tea by the gallon." It's back, peach tea. Mm. And it looks like you're at a McDonald's drive-through in some mm. part of the world. That is when we went on a road trip with my grandson, and there are only two McDonald's that serve. Oh, man. Only I, two McDonald's that's... Uh, you got to eat this whole thing? Yeah. That serve pizza. Pizza. This is kicking it up. It's kicking. It's too bad. Mm. We didn't have any more um, wings for you guys. because This one's good. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like it myself. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. Like, it's not bad. Well, you know, as we kind of get to this last one, um, oh, you know... Whoa, I have a couple more questions. We'll, we'll kind of let you cool off just a bit there. I don't think it'll cool off. Come on. So uh, I see you're, you're wearing your your, your oh. UVA. Um, <laughs> you see what you just did? Yeah. <laughs> your, uh, your UVA t-shirt there. Go Hoos. Yeah, so what's it what's it feel like to continually be in um, the reigning uh, NCAA champions? Um, First now, time in history someone's <laughs> been the NCAA champion for two years with only playing one game. <laughs> That's, that's I'm happy good. for so, him. Yes, that's really great experience. Good. Last year this time, we were in Minnesota. Well, close, yeah. Getting close. Mm -hmm. Well, as we kind of get into this last one, um, we don't even have wow. a name for this last one. Um, it, 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 I ain't put no more on that. Yeah, this one will be pretty good. My lips are um, burning. This is, this is compliments of uh, Wingstop. It's their atomic sauce. Um, so we're about... I think, what the heck was that other stuff? <laughs> so uh, that's about five flames for us today. Oh, Should be good. So this one would be a really good one. So let's go ahead and kind of just go bite into this one. I am as, loving. Uh, I had a I had a baby without any drugs. I can do this. You don't, you don't have very much on there. Oh, Are you kidding ladies, me? Look, at, look that. at that. Yeah, there's nothing like that. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, we, we're pretty good here. So um, let's go ahead. And... Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> uh, um, oh, man. What? What do you guys hope to be uh, remembered for the most um, 
over these past 25 years? And then, and the kind of what's what's next for you? Death. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess that we were like people say, we're just us. We're real, but mostly, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. He's my man. Oh man, Jesus! And then. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jesus! <laughs> this better work. <coughs> Jesus, help there's that bucket behind you if you need it. But you can put another drop on there. Oh, it's getting brave. Yeah, I'm getting brave. I haven't felt it. Whoa! There we go. Now we've heated oh, it up a little man, bit. Man, that's stuff right there. I'll mess okay. it up. Um, I'm not needing rest of that. And. <laughs> What do we do after this? Go I on. want people to know that we served the Lord and we gave it our best and we served with integrity and we didn't quit until the end and that many, many people came to know the Lord and that was what God called us to do. And I want to be remembered as someone that loved lost people. I'm hoping to do a TED Talk. I've got a podcast that I'm interested in. Um, uh, whatever I do... It's going to be unconventional, non-traditional. Um, I want to connect with people who are kind of like me, kind of turned off to organized church <laughs> and are missing Jesus because of all the other stuff that goes along with it. Just hone in on what the, the gifts and the passion that God's placed inside of me and allow him to use that. So... Until I die, I want him to continue to to use me to build the kingdom. What's next? I don't know completely what's next. I just want the Lord to use me until I'm used up. And, you know, I have a passion for small churches. And, and so if he finds a way to use me for that, that will be good. Most of all, though, I want to say I want to pour into my family. I want my relationships that are closest to me to be the most precious and the, the best they can be. And then I want to work on those that the ripples out. I, I want relationship to be the number one thing in my life, uh, beginning with Buddy and then extending to the ones that I'm called to love and, um, and then beyond. So relationships. Well, I want to say thank you um, for doing this today, um, but on a personal level, I just want to say thank you. Um, 20 years ago, um, this month was uh, a time when I walked into Salem Fields Community Church, um, and I thought about that song, um, New Wine, and I came here with nothing, and um, God's given me everything through your ministry. Um, you've welcomed me into your family, um, and God's blessed me with a wonderful wife and, uh, um, and children, and um, I couldn't, that wouldn't be possible without you all. And so thank you for being my mentor and for being my mother-in-law and father-in-law and for the adventure over the past 20 years that I've been able to be a part of it. So thank you. And we thank you for, again, participating with Hot Ones. All right, One, two, two, three. three. All right. That's a wrap. <laughs>
Well, there it is. Thank you, Christian, for the challenge, and we did it, bud. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> As you can see, Buddy and I are social distancing, right? And we're live, too. This and is a yes, live Yes, we're deal. live. Yes. Here you go. That was recorded, but we're live now. And we, we just want to tell you, you know, again, we didn't plan for it to be this way, but, you know, the world changes. And we have been receiving, even from the last service, we've been receiving messages and cards and heartwarming words and i'm telling you the generosity that is being poured out on us is just completely overwhelming and honestly we can't express in words the gratitude for all the love that is being shown to us and you know really all of it is because years ago we made a decision just to follow god just to be obedient to god and do what we believed he asked us to do and all of this is what he did and used two people that were the most unlikely people. And so we just want to say thank you for joining us this morning. And I, this is going to be truly a beautiful time uh, for us together in the next uh, time that we have here. So, buddy, tell them a couple of important things. Yeah, well, one thing that's important is the building is closed. Uh, and uh, you know why? Because... That's the thing that we need to do these days to keep uh, yourself and everyone else safe. And so uh, until further notice, uh, our building is closed. Also, we're going to be taking our tithes and offerings right now and throughout this time. And uh, I just want to say how important it is that you continue to tithe and give of your offering and give above if you can. And uh, the church needs it now more than ever. You know, just because uh, we're not in this building on Sunday morning, there's a lot that's still happening and uh, need that, uh, the church needs that continued support. I know some of you may be laid off and can't tithe and do the things you used to do, but give what you can. And if you can tithe and your job is still going on, be sure to do that. And you can see the many ways you can do that online. You can do that through your app. You can do it through texting. Um, and you can write a check and mail it to the church. Uh, so anyway, we pray that God will bless you as you do that. Check in on Facebook or your favorite social media. Let them know, let people know you're online today. And as you check in today, we thought it'd be a neat thing for you to do is post a selfie of yourself or the group of people that you are uh, watching this, uh, worshiping with online, and put that there so we, we can kind of get a sense that we are still all together, even though we're not in the same room. So would you do that? And thank you for tuning in and being a part of this final time that we have with you. So we're calling this day so long. Uh, my grandma used to tell me, she lived in Virginia, we lived in Ohio, and she used to always tell me, never say goodbye, just say so long, because we'll always see each other again. She had an eternal perspective, and what that meant was even if somebody died, we'd get to see them again. And so Buddy and I realized that what we've done here is about relationships, and they'll go on and on forever. And so we're saying so long. I love the graphic uh, that we have. That actually was my horse when I was a teenager, and so it means a lot to me. <laughs> so 25 years ago, uh, we came to Fredericksburg. It was Jody, our daughter, and Christian, her son, and Buddy and me. And uh, God just called us to create a community church. And that church, this church has had a vision. And that vision was that everybody, anyone, could be loved and respected and valued no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. And 25 years later, we're still here. And quite honestly, our family is stronger, better, wiser, 
Jimmy Fallon does that. But we are. We're, we're more intact. We, our relationships are strong. Buddy and I are married. It's going to be 45 years this, uh, this month, and that proves there's a God. And if I can do it, we can do it, you can do it. We couldn't. We took divorce off the table, couldn't do it without God's. And his power has flowed through us for us to stay the course. We could not have done it. We give God all the glory. So all of you watching out there, you are our blessing. And, uh, and we, we cannot tell you how much you mean to us and just the relationships that are built and just the love that's flowing all because of Jesus. Now, uh, Buddy and I did this silly little thing called TikTok. We had our granddaughter. She was the artist and the know how to do a TikTok. And uh, after this, we're going to move into our worship time. So watch this.
we've come to that part in our uh, time together this morning where we're going to uh, join together in prayer. Uh, do a little different prayer than normally somebody just coming up and praying. Uh, but right now, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic and its negative ripple effect is dominating our lives. I mean, but it doesn't have to. But let me assure you, Jesus' words to us are way ahead of the uh, coronavirus curve. Look what he said when he said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take courage, I have overcome the world. So, you know, in times like these, when we are faced with uh, life-changing circumstances, Jesus' advice to us today would be, take courage. Now, if you find yourself discouraged today, now, the, discouraged uh, means that you lack courage. Uh, if you find yourself discouraged today by the never-ending news on the coronavirus, and you've become disheartened by the constant stream of bad news on every channel, on our TV, or on all of our social media, or from searching for toilet paper and other essentials, or being trapped in your house, or maybe today you're just blown away and overwhelmed by financial troubles because of loss of income, or because you've lost your job, or or maybe today you're there online and you're filled with fear and worry with the thought of contracting the virus. And, and maybe for you, it seems like the world is falling apart. You know, maybe you even wonder, is Jesus coming soon? He may be, but, but in the midst of all of that, do you ever just wish you could press the pause button? Well, if so, I have some good news for you to consider today. I found in my life a very effective way to do that, and, and for my last words to you uh, before we say, lo uh, say so long, I want to share with it, them with you. Recently, I read a devotional from John Eldridge that has helped me to somewhat disconnect from the uh, coronavirus frenzy and, and all that goes along with that and all the other things in my life that sometimes stress me out. And, and to clear a little space in my life for Jesus. Eldridge called it the one-minute pause. So what I want us to do this morning uh, is I want us to practice this uh, for just a few moments. So let's start with a few thoughts from the Word of God. The Bible says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation you find yourself in today, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What that means is you're going to have peace, and you don't understand how you can have peace and what's going on in your life. And then Jesus says, uh, or, uh, the Bible says, cast all of your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. And then the psalmist David said, but I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with its mother. Now picture that if you can, of a baby and you being that baby tucked in on your mom's chest in that safe and comfortable place. Like a weaned child, I am content. Now that's what we're going to do today. We're going to do, we're going to calm and quiet ourselves and clear a little space in our hearts, in our lives uh, uh, for Jesus, okay? Now, what I want you to do right now is I want you to get in a comfortable position. You know, just relax, close your eyes, maybe open your hands in prayer to Jesus, 
take a deep breath. And then what I want you to do is repeat after me. Now we'll do this a couple times. But are you relaxed in that comfortable position? Now take a deep breath. And pray this with me. Repeat this after I pray it. I give you, I give everyone and everything to you, God. Again, I give everyone and everything to you, God. Now, one more time, we're going to add a little something. God, I give you everyone. Now, everyone, give, if there's somebody on your heart today in your family, your spouse, someone you're concerned about, someone that you just are in your thoughts, or maybe someone that's giving you a hard time, or maybe someone that, you know, has kind of just been a difficult person in your life. And it's kind of got you uptight and stressed out, that relationship. Just take a moment and give everyone to God. And now, give everything to God. Everything. You know, maybe it's your job. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's your children. I mean, it's got you stressed out. Maybe it's this virus. Maybe it's all those things that are going on in the world and in your home. And, you know, your marriage is bad. You know, and maybe there's some good things in your life. But right now, just take a moment and give those things to God. Give everything to Him. God, I give you everybody, everyone, and everything. Now, hopefully after praying this prayer, you, you feel a bit calmer and, and, and maybe even more content. I don't know. I, I just know ever since I found this a week or two ago, I, I, it's helped me to be calmer. And, and uh, another thing this prayer does is it, it clears a little space in your life. You know, we get up in the morning and, and the first thing we do is we jump into the day's activity, you know, whatever that may be. Jump on Facebook to see what's going on or check the news out or, you know, play Word or whatever you might do. But just before you do any of that, just pray that prayer because I believe it will clear a little space in your heart and in your life for God. And I think when we get more God, it leaves less room in our life for fear and worry. And so now what I want to do is I want, I want to lead you uh, through another prayer. So I want you to, again, get in that comfortable position. You know, stretch your hands and to heaven toward God and take a deep breath. And pray this. Pray after me. Jesus, I need more of you. Again, Jesus, I need more of you. One more time. Jesus, I need more of you. Jesus, fill me with more of you. Jesus, fill me with more of you. Jesus, restore our relationship. Jesus, restore our relationship. And fill me with your love for, for you and others. One more time. Fill me with your love for you and others. Now, just one more thing quickly. 
maybe someone's come to your mind that needs a little more room in their life for Jesus. Maybe they're struggling. Maybe they're not struggling. Maybe they're just living life and, and have no relationship with Jesus. And, or, or maybe they are in a relationship with Jesus, but some difficult times or even good times have come in. And, and they, you just sense they need a little more of Jesus this morning. If God brings somebody to your mind, will you just take a minute, a moment, just to pray for that person? Father, I thank you for this gathering this morning. I thank you, Father, that you have allowed us to clear a little space in our life for you this morning. I pray, God, that, that you will help us to be calmer and, and that we will quiet ourselves before you and find contentment, Lord. I pray for each and every person that's worshiping with us this morning, God. I pray, dear God, that you would wrap your loving arms of love and care around them, Lord. I pray, dear God, that you would... Uh, that you would uh, just bless our country and our world, God. I know this disease is not greater than you, and Lord, I have faith to believe that you can stop this deadly virus, Lord. You tell us in your word that disease stands no chance against you. And so, God, we pray for healing. Lord, we pray for our country and our leaders. We pray during this time of uncertainty, God, that we each day will clear a little space for you and pause for just a minute. In Jesus' name, amen. I just believe if you make this a daily prayer each morning before you get started, and, it, and if you just practice that for like six weeks, it'll become a habit in your life. And I think that we'll find ourselves living less anxious. God bless you.
What a beautiful worship time, and it's really amazing to me that we can worship this way, and God's Spirit is still here. Well, years ago, I was in graduate school as a young woman, and... You're still uh, young. Well, at heart, but I uh, had to do a paper, and I was fascinated about faith, and I, I saw these two families. One of them was my own, my grandparents and my own family, and uh, this other family that was in a church, and I was fascinated at how the faith was passed from generation to generation. Now, everybody has to accept Jesus on their own, but there's something that's created. It was a marriage and family uh, course, a graduate course that I had to take. And I wrote this 60-page paper, and I sat with my grandparents for hours and asked them about uh, the faith and how that was passed down to our family. And there was another family in the church and I'll never forget, it was Brother Sharps. He was an elderly man with his wife. And they had passed the faith. Their children and their grandchildren were serving the Lord, married to pastors, missionaries. And I was fascinated by that because of my own family. Uh, some didn't continue that faith. And so I sat with him for hours. And, and I'll never forget, Brother Sharps said, he said, I can look back over my life and I can see in all of the difficult times, and I didn't know what to do next or where to go, I could see how God's hand was leading me. And I got to tell you, he said he could see, you know, and of course that's hindsight, but he said in the midst of the difficulties, you can't see it. But he said he stayed the course, and now that he's looking back on his life, and I was young, and he was older, and that was an inspiration to me. And I'm, I'm there now. I am that elderly person that can look back over my life and say, what has it been that has brought me to this place where I experience the freedom and the joy that I have now? So I want to share with you three final thoughts that I want to give to you that have been significant in my life, that as I've walked the course of this life, and it hasn't been the easiest life. I've had a lot of loss. A lot of people that I love have, have passed away. I lost two babies and wasn't able to have any more children, which was devastating for me. There have been so many things. Even the past couple of months have been very, very difficult. So it hasn't been an easy life, but it has been a fulfilled life. And now I'm older, and I can look back, and I can see how God has been working in my life. i got to tell you, if I died now, I would believe that my life is completely full. But God has my days numbered, and I, I'll go with that. So everything from here on out is just a bonus in my life. But I got to tell you, I've got an incredible freedom, a freedom from worry. I've got a peace and joy. And that's not just because I get to retire, which is a wonderful thing. So I want to share three thoughts with you that have been really important to me as I look back over my life. First of all, pursue Jesus. Whatever you do, keep your eyes on him. Learn to know him, who he is. Just make a commitment to grow spiritually. See, one of the reasons I dedicated my life to Jesus Christ and his message is because of the way that he designed it. It's very different than this physical world. He designed it that as we age, as we get older, we can get better. We can get better mentally, emotionally, and spiritually because his gospel he focuses on the spirit, our spirit and our soul, that part of us that will last forever. Now, in this physical world, this physical body, 
And in this physical world, it isn't that way because everything is deteriorating. Everything deteriorates as we age. And so if we prioritize our spirit and our soul, you see, that's eternal. So the older we get, the closer we get to the prize. Now, I'm a mental health specialist, and I've studied a lot of minds, but the healthiest mind that I have ever come across is Jesus. And he gives us his cues, and he gives us the secret of what the eternal and the spirit and the soul is all about. And he says this in Matthew 6, 33. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then everything else falls in place. And not easily, but if we can focus on putting first things first, then he'll be with us through those difficult things. So commit to growing spiritually and keep your eyes on Jesus. The second thing is about money. And even though money is not, has never been a goal in my life, it's always been something that's shown up, what I want to share with you is the importance of tithing. Now, some of you may not like that word. It might sound old-fashioned, whatever. All it means is that you give God the first of everything that you have, including your finances. Now, Buddy and I learned about this when we went back to church as young people. We learned about this as young believers. And we have stayed true throughout all of the years we've been in ministry, whether we've been in ministry or just uh, believers in Jesus Christ. And I can guarantee you, this isn't just backed up by scientific validity and reliability, although I think it would hold true to that. It is backed up by personal experience. And uh, we decided to give, we, we would give before we paid the mortgage, before we paid anything. We put our faith and trust that if we put God first, that he would take care of every need. And for 30 years now, he's fulfilled that promise. And in Psalms, it says, I was young and now I'm, I am old. And that's me. I was young when we began this and now I'm, I am old. Yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. It's a guarantee that when we put first God, God first, with our money, with our tithe, that we will have more than enough. He's given us more than enough, and we do not have to worry. Even in this day and age where the stock markets are crashing and we're coming to retirement and we're going to rely on much, much, much less money, we know for sure that we don't have to worry because God is in control of our lives. So uh, tithe. The last one, the third one, is something that's just so important. I believe it aligns with the gospel message of Jesus Christ and Jesus himself. That relationship is everything. Mm. Prioritize relationships. Now, last week or even last night, you may have heard Tone in his message. He talked about a hot relationship. No, he was single and he wasn't talking about girls. He was talking about a hot relationship where you're honest, open, and transparent. And if we can nurture those kinds of relationships, if we can be about restoring relationships, even though we have some broken ones right now that our goal is to restore, there will be healing and there will be growth. Everything that Jesus was about was about relationship. And so I would encourage you to commit to developing healthy relationships, whether it's a marriage, um, because I can tell you this, it takes a divine power to find health and wholeness. 
I know for Buddy and I, and I think I can speak for him, that if it were not for God and our commitment personally and together to take divorce off the table Amen. and to say we're going to grow personally, spiritually, there is no way that we could have made this work, but we give God all the glory for what he's done, and there's no way to do it without him. Jesus said this, and he sort of boiled it all down to what was most important of all the commandments and everything. He said, first of all, love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. And after that, love your neighbor and love yourself. Relationship is everything. Grow spiritually. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Make sure that you're putting God first in all of what you have, especially your finances. And make priority relationships in your life. We're going to move into a time of communion now. And so if you want to get your, your juice and your bread, you know what? I want to say, if you don't want to do this part, that's okay. Because um, we, we just want you to be part of, of the spirit of all of this. But, um, buddy, you want to? Yeah, just remember as we uh, enter into communion, all of you are welcome to share communion. You know, we didn't set this table. God set this table through his grace, his death, and his resurrection. And so you're welcome. You have an appreciation for the uh, broken body and the shed blood of Jesus Christ. You're welcome to come to the table this morning and join us. You know, we usually, we were really excited uh, about having our celebration service this morning. And in our celebration service, we do baptisms, baby dedications, and, and, um, and we share communion together. You know, and so we really... That's how we really wanted to go out because that was our favorite thing to do at Salem Fields. And, and so, you know, today we can't do baptisms. Um, you know, there were some people that we were excited and, and they wanted Gan and I to baptize them, you know, uh, Kelly and Brooke and Melissa and, and, and maybe some others. And, you know, we're, we're, uh, you know, we're disappointed in that, but uh, that can happen in your life. Just continue the next time and have that. Uh, to be baptized, you know, and we love to, to dedicate babies. Now, we love to dedicate babies because we love babies, but that, I got to tell you, that was one of the most stressful things we ever did. <laughs> we were afraid we'd forget names. Oh, man, drop the hard. baby, you know, but, yeah. boom. <laughs> Never <laughs> drop one, the praise the Lord. <laughs> and so, uh, but we loved the whole idea of parents. You know, and those testimonies, people, would, we'd call them popcorn testimonies, and people would stand and give testimony of what the Lord had done in their life. You know, that'd be a great thing today. If the Lord's done something in your life, that you want to give him praise and glory for, put it on Facebook or social media and do that. But anyway, we're going to uh, take time to share communion together. And, you know, communion's all about, Jesus said, uh, you know, do it as often as you can, as you gather to, to share communion together. And so we're going to do that this morning. You know, communion always reminds me, when I think of communion, it always calls me to remember. And one of the things I always remember it's where I've, come, where I've come from spiritually. You know, I look back on my life in 1980. I was a wreck. Uh, I was filled with sin and, and, you know, just a mess, hot mess, if you want to call it that. And, you know, I'll never forget, uh, God forgave me and my sins on Easter Sunday, 1980. And, wow, what a relief and what a, what a sense of freedom that was in my life. And, and uh, I mean, I, I'm not... I haven't been perfect since then and all that, but I'm just saying I remember. So think back on where your life was before Christ and, and remember what it was like when you gave your life to Christ. And, you know, and then, you know, you think of even today. Remember today is a day that the Lord has given us and we will rejoice and be glad in it. But even that, maybe you're here today and you're online and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ. You can have a personal relationship with him. 
and he'll forgive you of all of your sins and cast them into the uh, into the sea of forgetfulness and never be remembered against you again as far as the east is from the west. And you can do that by just simply saying to Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins and invite him into your life and do that today if you've never done that. And maybe today you're here and you say, you know what, I'm not as close to God as I used to be. Uh, you know, I, I have a relationship with him, but you know, truth be, well, today is a great day to just say to God, I'm sorry, God, that I've, I've distanced myself from you. And, and I just want you to forgive me for that, Lord, and just get back into that relationship with him today. And, and you know, if you're in a relationship with him, you say, you know, right this moment, I'm up to date. God and I, have a, have, we have this relationship. I'm surrendered and filled with his spirit. Well, if that's you today, then really be about giving back to people. You know, there are people out there that don't know Jesus. And share with him, you know, share with that person how much Jesus loves them. Uh, and, and share with them the, the love of Jesus and how to have a relationship with him, but also help those in need. You know, there are people that are really struggling today with this whole uh, 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 coronavirus and all that's going on, and, and there's people that you can just check on. I know Gay's checked on our neighbors and people that you can serve. Find a way to serve. Give some toilet paper away. Yeah, that's a great thing to do. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and then, you know, um, also just... Uh, this time, just remember what our future is. Our future is not about disease. It's not about coronavirus. Our future is in heaven with Jesus. And, you know, we have a lot to look forward to, you know. And, you know, Gay was talking. I, was, I went flying with my neighbor yesterday. He took me flying. Gay said, you know, it'd be something you get killed the day before you retire. And I said, well, I can tell you what, if that happens, I have a better retirement <laughs> than you uh, because I'll be with Jesus. So just think on those things today. And Gay's going to lead us now into a moment of communion, sharing together. So take your crackers or your bread or whatever you might have available to, there and let's share together. You know, when Jesus gathered with the disciples, they didn't hardly know what was going on. Jesus knew. And when Jesus spoke, though, he had a way that would just penetrate to the heart. And so the disciples were watching him and he picked up the bread and he broke it and he said this is my body broken for you and when you take this bread remember that I have given my life and that I've broken it for you for everyone do this take it in remembrance of me And then he picked up the cup. And again, the disciples, I just have to think, they didn't fully grasp what was going on, but it was Jesus, and they listened. And he lifted the cup, and he said, this is my blood that I shed for you, Amen. for everyone. And he shed his blood for us. And so when we drink this, Jesus said, when you drink this, do it in remembrance of me.
Thank you, Jesus, for your ultimate sacrifice for our good. Father, we thank you for your broken body and your shed blood. Father, it's in that that, God, we believe we will be preserved until that day of your coming. And so, Father, thank you for that. I pray, Lord, if there be someone today that received you as their Savior, Father, that you will just, uh, God, just give them that little nudge in their heart to let them know that, that you know and that you heard their prayer. Father, I just pray today that we will always remember your great love for us and your great sacrifice for us. Lord, I just pray blessings over every person today that's, in, that's worshiping with us online. Father, I just pray that we'll always be thankful and always remember how much you loved us. Father, that we will remember today that we matter to you. That God, you're not mad at us, but you're crazy about us, crazy in love with us. So in love with us, you sent your son Jesus to die for us. Thank you, Father. Thank you that we've been able to share this time together. In Jesus' name, amen.
Pastor Buddy, Pastor Gay. This is your friend Sam Chen from Atlanta. Hi, Buddy and Gay. Pastor Buddy and Pastor Gay. It has been a great time together. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Buddy and Gay. I wanted to take a moment and just say how much I love and respect Pastor Buddy, Pastor Gay. And we'll miss you so much. We've been here since we were in kindergarten. We love you. Hi, Buddy and Gay. We just want to say congratulations. So, hi, Buddy. Hi, Gay. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you. Greetings from West Virginia. Enjoy your retirement. Well deserved. Yes. Thank you, Nana and Kathy. I love you. I love you so much. Love you. Thank God for you. So very proud of you. Look around you now 
from near and far from every town just to celebrate you and your work and even though it is hard for us to see you walk away your legacy legacy right there. Yep, 25 years. 25 years. This is it. So we're going to say, put your mic out there, bud. Oh, yeah. We're going to drop. And this was for our neighbor, Steve. He said, you just need to say so long. So, so long. So long. <laughs> 